Hi guys, welcome back to Money Savvy with Sonali. Um, I know I've been missing in action for a little while. I do apologize. Um, my little one turned one over the weekend, so there was a few bits and pieces of party planning that was happening, um, and I got a bit caught up in all of that. So apologies for not uploading um, regularly. Um, but yeah, so hopefully moving forward, I can do so. So. Um, Today's episode is just going to be just a general chit chat around um, something we discussed at a professional development day that I attended. Um, a lot of it was around the RBA rate cuts and what it would mean for the everyday Australians. So. Um, Essentially, at the beginning of this month, as you all know, the RBA cut the interest rates by 25 basis points, bringing it down to a historical low of 0.75%. Now, uh, <clears throat> the market's pricing in another rate cut probably before the end of the year. Um, it might not be um, at the beginning of November. It's most likely going to be at the beginning of December um, and the market's pricing in another 25 basis point rate cut which will then essentially bring the official cash rate to 0.5%. Now having said this as you all know the banks um, didn't pass on the full rate cut. Um, they, most of the banks passed on 15 basis points um, so if you were on a variable rate you would have noticed that your bank reduced your rate by 15 basis points or um, yeah uh, maybe they didn't do it yet uh, because they're cheeky like that but um, hopefully they will. Um, now we think the lower the rate goes the banks will start passing a lot less so most likely um, in the next rate cut you'll see that it might even be um, 10 basis points that most of the banks pass on now if you're on a fixed interest rate obviously there's not much you can do about it um, yeah um, the rate cuts don't really affect you you'll be paying whatever you've agreed to pay until your fixed term is up um, but which you know um, might mean that yeah you have predictability really um as well um i've seen a lot of rates going at about you know 2.9 percent fixed rates so um you know that, that those are really good as well so um yeah so it, it it depends on what you want to do um so in terms of fixing um you have to weigh out your options and see whether you know you want the predictability of having something like a 2.9% um, rate um, and if you can afford it or if you can afford a little bit more maybe you might fix it um, you'll find that the variable rates um, you know even though there, there's going to be rate cuts a lot less would be passed on by the banks to the end consumer so um, yeah you, you probably should weigh that up and see according to your individual situations so now, what are the opportunities that come out of this? Um, one of the things is if you are comfortably paying your mortgage based on whatever rate you're on, even if the banks reduce your rate per month, you should consider paying the same repayment. Now, why, what, why is this important? Um, because that means the extra repayments will go towards your, the principal amount um, of um, yeah, or your loan. So that means overall, over the term of the loan, you're going to save a significant amount in interest. Um, now, if you want to calculate the amount 
that you're going to save there are a lot of calculators on google which allow you to do this you can plug in your numbers your loan amount the rate you're on currently and then you could also see what the repayment would be with the reduced rate um, and then see what the difference is and then um, have that as an extra repayment and see what the difference would be in the interest you pay and also the loan term reducing you, you'll see that your loan term reduces um, a fair bit as well so um, if you can afford to continue on with your current repayments even though your bank may reduce your monthly repayments so that's a good way without even affecting your day-to-day -day cash flow um, to sort of try and get ahead of your mortgage and pay off your mortgage sooner so um, that's certainly something to think about now on the flip side of all this um, it, it, I mean it, it's quite um, positive for the people who have mortgages but on the other side for the people who live on you know term deposit income and you know um, even bond income um, <clears throat> it's not a very pleasant picture because you know the rates are at historical lows um, term deposits are paying barely one to two percent these days and you know inflation is one to two percent so essentially you're keeping up with inflation or barely keeping up with the inflation um so the retirees and people who live on investment income need to now start to either think about um you know uh, reorganizing their lifestyle and possibly um, sacrificing some of the luxuries or they need to look at alternative sources of income where they might be able to get a bit more income per month. Now, what are these alternative sources of income? Um, every time you go from the term deposit and savings environment into branch out into other sources, you have to remember that the risks increase as well. So the volatility of these investments can increase. So you need to be mindful whether these things would suit your risk appetite. Um, so what I mean by risk appetite is whether, you know, essentially you can sleep at night knowing that they're invested in these things and the value goes up and down. So there are, there are various investments that are on um, the scale, you know, um, if you put it on like a scale, some of them are lower volatility, but still offer a little bit more income. But then things like direct shares, international shares, um, those are quite volatile, but they do offer um, higher, higher capital growth and income opportunities as well. So um, you can look at things like hybrids. Now hybrids are like direct shares, but they're a bit, um, they're like uh, most of the time issued by, you know, the big banks and the big corporations. Um, and they pay about you know the three four five percent depending on what you buy um uh, income so those might be quite attractive um there are direct shares that are um you know possibly in blue chip companies where you know you're quite confident about the stability of the company that again pay about four to five percent in dividend income which is pretty good as well um having said that not all direct shares um, offer the same dividends so you do need to do a fair bit of research before you get into this space um, so it's not something that you should embark on lightly um, another option would be things like bonds corporate bonds and things like that so those are quite um, uh, complex for the um, you know average person to understand so you probably should get advice around that if you are going to be looking at things like that um, and again they don't really offer a lot of income either so um, yeah so those are some of the things that we discussed at the um, yeah 
uh, PD Day with the economists. Um, it's always interesting to hear their perspective on you know how these things pan out. Um, they're also predicting that Australia might um, go into a bit of quantitative easing because. Um, well, according to the numbers, um, all of these rate cuts haven't had the desired effect of stimulating the economy. Um, that is probably because compared to the developed economies, um, Australia's um, uh, percentage of household debt uh, uh, as a percentage of its uh, gross domestic product is 120% um, compared to the developed economies, which usually have about 72%. So there's room to move if, you know, for other other um, countries, when they lower the interest rate, people don't really save, they go out and spend, so that's stimulating the economy. But in this case, um, yeah, in Australia, uh, people are now tightening their belts. They're not really going out and spending too much. So it, the, the rate cuts haven't had the desired effect. So now they want to look at other policies to see what else they can do to sort of um, kickstart things. So there might be a bit of quantitative easing coming into play, but that's not um, for some time. So I won't really get into it um, and explaining all the jargon and things. But um, they do believe if that happens that the dollar might ease up a little bit and become a bit weaker. Um, so that's on the cards as well. Um, but yeah, we'll, 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 I'll certainly keep you guys posted if things like that happen and how it might affect you. But um, yeah, um, in the near future, it's mostly the rate cuts that's going to affect people. But um, yeah, I, I hope um, you got some insight into you know, what it really means for you guys. Um, uh, yeah, so until next time, have a good week.